Welcome to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Mullings. I'm an author, speaker, and marketing mentor. I believe in the importance of women of faith in business stepping up and shining in their lane so they can have the impact, influence, and income they were born to make. Join me to hear the stories of powerful women of faith who are using their purpose-driven businesses to make a difference in the world. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. Super excited to have my guest with me today, Yewande O'Neill. Yewande is part of the less than 1% of Black women engineers and 4% of Black women who reached and excelled in the executive ranks within Fortune 500 companies. She received numerous awards and certifications in her career while leading multi-million dollar large global organizations. Armed with her unique, extensive business leadership experience, knowledge, and exposure, Yewande is on a mission to help businesses and professionals go further than they can see themselves. Yewande is the founder of Karis Leaders LLC, a business and leadership consulting firm. She is the host of the inspiring business podcast, Purpose Pivots, known for her ability to decipher difficult problems and break them down into easy to understand processes. Yay, one day loves to help businesses simplify and optimize their systems and while helping enhancing their leadership. Welcome to the show, Yay, one day. Anything else? else you would like to add to your bio thanks Nadine um no I mean that was that's a summary of uh just my background and my experience so I'm excited to be on the show thanks for having me You are so welcome. So as you know, this podcast is all about faith and business. And we know that business can be a roller coaster ride, a lot of ups and a lot of downs. So everyone's business journey is different. So I would love for you to share with the audience, what has your business journey looked like? And why did you decide to start your own business? Yeah, so Um, I guess in order to share with the uh, listeners my business journey, I would have to go back and share just overall how I got into, you know, the business world. And so from a very young age, uh, I was interested in working for myself, but mainly I had this desire to run a company. Um, I can remember from just being a little kid, always telling my parents, I'm going to run a company one day. Um, and so that type of thought process is what I took going into um, school. And when I was in high school, I had a teacher that noticed that I was really good at math. And, um, you know, when you're in school, like, especially like middle school and high school, like, you don't really know what all of the careers are. So you just kind of do, you just kind of pick something um, and say, hey, that's what I want to do. And I was really good at math. And he was like, hey, my son is an engineer. You should think about becoming an engineer. And I was like, okay. Like, I didn't really know what engineers did, but I was like, I'm really good at math. And he told me that engineers do a lot of math. And so I was like, okay, I'll go do that. And so um, I went to school for engineering, which um, I'm bringing that up because there's not a lot of women in STEM field, science, technology, um, engineering, and mathematics. 
And that is, there's such an opportunity for us to encourage women to go into those fields. And anyway, I'm so glad that that teacher encouraged me to do that. And I went into school and became an engineer and um, actually an electrical engineer, and then realized I didn't really like electronics like that. Like I didn't want to be that quote unquote engineer sitting, you know, um, soldering resistors and things of that nature. I didn't want to be as technical. I really wanted to still focus on that business side. And that's when I decided to get a master's in industrial engineer and engineering and go down the business track. Um, and I entered the corporate world actually at the General Electric Company. And I spent my career really thinking and making choices based on that whole idea of, I want to be a business leader. I want to be a businesswoman. Um, and so you'll find that across my career, I went from engineering into finance and then from finance into an operations type role. And then from there, I went into marketing, sales, uh, <laughs> uh, product management, eventually into HR. I did so many different functions with the idea being, I really, really want to be a businesswoman. And in order to do that, I need to know all of these different areas. Yeah, I love that because it started when you were young. You knew in your spirit you wanted to be a business owner and you went on this corporate journey. And of course, so many women are more women are needed in the STEM fields. So stepping up in, in engineering and being, you know, one of the few women in the engineering field is so important, but also following your heart the desire yeah. of wanting to be a businesswoman and then understanding all of the functions of a business ownership and really understanding that and leaning into that so you can become the businesswoman that you desire to be was a part of this whole journey um, that you went on as a part of your business journey. So I love how that unfolded for you. Very good. So Absolutely. Um, when and why did you decide to be open about your faith on your business platform? platform. A lot of people, you know, are Christian, but may not necessarily be open about their faith or mention God or scripture or anything like that. But you tend to be very open about your faith on your business platform. What made you decide to do that? What did that look like for you? <laughs> um, I would say that is a journey. And just like I just shared my journey, um, I would first tell everyone hindsight is 2020. So when you look back, you can quickly weave the stories. But when you're work, walking through the journey, you don't always see how God is connecting all the pieces. And for me, as far as sharing my faith, it didn't always come natural. I'll be honest with you. Very early on, um, coming out of college, going into the corporate sector, Honestly, I mean, I was young, I was impressionable, and I wanted to be like everybody else. And so my focus was how do I fit in? And fitting in isn't sharing who you are or sharing your faith necessarily. And so um, I did more of how do I fit in? How do I get to the top? How do I focus on Ye Wande? And it wasn't until um, I went through different moments in my career where I hit goals. So I'll give you an example. I had a very early goal. Like when I was 18, I was like, I want to make six figures and I want a house and I want a closet full of clothes and I want red bottom shoes and I want the Louis Vuittons and I want all that. And I got to that point in my 20s and I realized I don't 
feel contentment. I'm not as excited as I thought I was going to be. And that's when I started searching for something deeper. That's when I started to say, okay, I could go as far as I want in my career. Um, it, it reminded me of that scripture. Um, what is it? What is it? profit a man to gain the world and lose a soul. Like I could go so far and yet I could still not achieve that heart and that desire to really be a, a person that feels like I've given something to the world. And so that's when I actually started to shift, um, Nadine. And I started to think to myself, does, is, am I running up the right ladder? Am I actually sharing my faith? Is, Am I making intentional decisions each day where I am not only being authentically yay one day, but I'm being true to who I am called to be and who I believe um, and whose I am, right? And that's when I started to make a shift and started to feel more comfortable to share who I was um, because I realized that there was a gap between who I was and who I was portraying myself to be because I was so focused on being like everybody else. Yeah, so some of the key things that you mentioned in your shift was starting off with those superficial goals, you know, the big house, the red bottom shoes, all those things, <laughs> and realizing that contentment is not there, that contentment mm -hmm. and fulfillment is when you're in alignment with what God desires for you to do in the marketplace. And you had to go on a journey to realize that that's how you truly get contentment is being in alignment and identifying with who God really created you to be in the marketplace and realizing and understanding that you needed to step up and speak about your faith on your, on your business platform and let people know was one of the key reasons why you shifted from that worldly view and to that, you know, more faith-based biblical point of view. Um, so I love that because, yeah, definitely the scriptures do say that what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? So that's exactly yeah. what you do if you focus on a worldly um, aspirations, worldly goals, and you're just not going to be fulfilled. You know, your will, your mind and emotions, that soul piece is still going to be lacking, you know, if you're not in alignment Absolutely. with God. So I love that. Thank you for sharing that. So as we know, business has its ups and downs, right? We all have our high moments in business. We all have our low moments in business, our mountaintops where we're shouting and we're excited. And then the next day we're in the valley, right? And there's a down moment. It is a roller coaster ride. Um, so I would love for you to share about a, a particular up in your business. One thing that you think, wow, this is really a mountaintop moment for me and how God played a role in that moment. And then also share a down, you know, a hard time in your business and actually how God assisted in that downtime in your business. Oh, wow. Um, I would I actually feel like, like I should share something from um, the time when I was in the corporate world, actually, I'm going to share that because, um, I feel like there are people that are out there, um, that I know when I was in, in the corporate sector, um, sometimes it's hard to see how God is weaving a story while you're there. Um, and one of my mountaintop moments, they kind of tie together, but one of my mountain type moments was um, I had 
felt like um, I had just been promoted to a really high position and um, I was leading a team of um, a couple of layers. So um, a couple hundred people. And um, I got put on a project where um, the project was very difficult. And um, actually at the time, I don't even think I was leading the, a, that large team yet, but the project was really difficult. And what happened was we were asked to take a product to market that um, many people had tried to take it to market and failed. And we couldn't gain any market share. We weren't getting any revenue. We were actually losing money from the actual product, the service that we were providing. And I got put on a project to lead the project to take it to market. And we had to figure out why it was failing, um, develop a plan to fix it, and then roll it out to the marketplace. And um, at the time, mind you, this was when I had no experience in the area. I just knew <laughs> how to think well, like a critical thinker. I knew how to work with people and bring people together. And I knew, um, I knew how to communicate. And that's why I was put on the project. And <clears throat> during that time, I will encourage everyone because I do this all the time. For me, when you get put in a situation, you got to ask yourself, when you get put in a situation where you don't know anything, but you have certain strengths, what do you rely on? And for me, what I do is I ask the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and during that time, I mean, I literally, I would, I kid you not, Nadine, literally every day I would ask him for it. What should I do with this situation? Where should I go? How do I ask? Who should I ask for questions? Things of that nature. Anyway, long story short, we ended up, this was a, a product that was failing, Nadine. Like literally we were losing money. And within six month, months, we made $5 million from the product. And so it was just a really cool thing for me to see God in the mountaintops there and, and just do so. Like take something that wasn't my strength but the strengths that I had were the communication, being able to solve really difficult problems, bringing people together, leverage that through the Holy Spirit and really um, bring a pro product to market. So that would be an example of um, a, a mountaintop moment. And I always look at that as a highlight because, I mean, we were the product was failing. Um, and then on the I would say something that was like a valley or a really difficult moment in my career um, honestly, <laughs> I would just say there's been a lot. Um, maybe the hardest was, um, this was maybe a personal moment, but also a difficult moment. I transitioned back, um, into the corporate world and I, um, we lost our son during that season. Um, and just literally when you go through loss or grief, um, having to show up in the marketplace um, and understanding what your mental health state needs to be and being able to almost look polished, but yet you're broken completely. That was a really difficult season. And um, for anyone that's listening, that's going through that, all I can say is, um, God is the God of the mountaintops and the valleys. And I love what he says um, in his word that 
Um, even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we fear no evil. Like he is with us, like his rod and staff, they're comforting us, comforting us. And they are literally like, he is literally walking with you. And I can only look back on that season because I did, I had so many great outcomes, but it did not feel great. It was really bad. Like I did not want to be there. Um, and it wasn't because of the environment. It was because what I was walking through. And I would just encourage anyone that is going through that to know that even in those moments, God is with you. Business definitely has its ups and downs, but you can discover three powerful ways to attract the people you are called to serve in the marketplace so you can make the impact, influence, and income you were born to make. Be sure to text POWERFUL to 404 404- Nine eight two four seven three six. That was powerful to four zero four nine eight two four seven three six. Yeah, I love that. God is definitely with us in the mountaintops and the valleys. And I love what you shared about your mountaintop, taking something from an under, underperforming, losing money to $5 million. And every day, what did you do? You had the skill set. That's why they put you there. But you leaned on the Holy Spirit. So God was there guiding you through it, through, okay, God, what do I do today? <laughs> okay, God, what? So he was mm-hmm. giving you the guidance. He was giving you the instructions. And he deserved the glory, right? even though it was coming through you. So he was there through that mountaintop moment. And then so sorry to hear about your son and knowing that, you know, through the low moments in the valley, and sometimes it can be personal moments, like you said, because your personal affects business, right? It affects mm-hmm. your career. So in your spirit, you're, you're, you're down and, you know, you may be there physically, like you said, you know, you may even have a smile on your face, but that emotion is so low and knowing that God is guiding you through through it, you know, despite the challenges, despite the struggles, despite the things that, you know, life throws our way sometimes, um, God is there, as you said, through it all, through it all, through it all, he is there. So I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. So tell us about your faith journey. Everyone becomes a believer in Jesus Christ differently, right? So understanding, knowing what your faith journey looked like and how you became a believer in Jesus Christ, if you want to share that story with us. Absolutely. So my journey actually ties um, to what we're talking about business. Um, And I think I alluded to it a little bit as I shared. Um, I grew up in a home that uh, I was uh, inundated with faith. Um, But I was I would say I was I was a person of faith through my parents or the people around me and not necessarily who I had chosen to be. Um, I grew up um, and I had that external faith. Like it was like, I could say the right things. I could quote things. Um, I, I knew all the, 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 the Christianese, if you want to call it. However, um, from a heart, heart posture, my time, my money, um, who I was, wasn't necessarily connected to my faith. And uh, it wasn't until I had um, a moment, uh, like I said, where um, I realized that I was going to to the places where I was from a world perspective at the top of my game. I was 
I mean, I had everything tangibly that I wanted. And yes, yet I felt so lost. Like I was completely discontent. Um, I was miserable to the point where I found joy in, um, you know, drinking or hanging out with people or, or whatever, which I don't, I wouldn't say to anyone that does that or don't that do that. I wouldn't say that, you know, for me, I'm not a person that focuses on condemnation and I want people to understand that. Um, I, I think just for me, that was my journey. And in going through that, I realized that I was leaning on the wrong things. And one day I just um, had a moment uh, where I said, you know what, enough is enough. I can't be kind of on the side, liking this guy named Jesus, but not really knowing him. And um, I committed my life to him. And from that point on, um, I kind of look at it like, it wasn't just like I committed a percentage of Yewande to him. I gave all of me to him. And slowly but surely, um, every part of my life started to line up into that. And so um, Matthew 6.33 became my life scripture. Um, Seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and everything else will be given unto you. And I literally just believe that, that if I seek him first, um, and I have to ask myself that sometimes because <laughs> it's so hard to do because um, we can we have a lot of distractions, you know, and but if I do seek him first, um, he lines up everything else. Yeah, I love that your faith journey included faith by association, because <laughs> I know so many people that grow <laughs> up in the faith and it's faith by association. Oh, my mom has strong faith. My grandmother has strong faith, um, whatever. And so it's faith by association. But you have to come to the end of yourself almost, you know, when you realize like this is not bringing me joy and I'm leaning on all the wrong things in life and then coming to the realization that, you know, it's not just about knowing or liking Jesus is about having a relationship with Jesus and submitting fully and giving your life to him and walking in that. And I love your life scripture, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added onto you because I believe it is a core, it is a core and foundational scripture for all believers, right? And you're right, there's so much distraction in the world. There's so many other things that pull you away from seeking first. So it's always coming back and saying, okay, am I seeking? seeking him first? Am I seeking him first and finding success and seeking him first and all the other things will be added onto you. So I love that you shared that scripture. So one of the key questions I love to ask in the podcast podcast is how would you define the power of faith? Power of faith. Wow. That's an interesting question. Um, uh, So I guess if I were to just go with the initial thought that I have, it's your ability to believe in what you can't see. Um, and, and I mean, when I think of the power of it, it's being able to put all of your, um, all of your might, all of your thoughts, all of your direction in that place when everything else is telling you not to. Yeah, definitely. Believing in what you can't see, that is a part of the definition of faith, right? 
things that we cannot see. So that is definitely the power of faith. And of course, this podcast is about women, faith plus business. So the next question is, how would you define the power of business? Oh, um, (laughs) well, you know, I love to just think that God gave us all different gifts and business is one arena where people can showcase their gift of the marketplace, being able to buy, sell, influence, network, um, expose people to different things. Um, I feel like the power of business is that the, all of those things combined that bring people together for a greater good. Um, you know, business can be really good. And um, I love the fact that that's one of the gifts and skill sets that God has given me and a desire to be in it. Because um, there is, if you think about it, business is what makes the ro- world go round right now. I mean, um, we are all daily in some type of business environment. And it's it's amazing to see uh, just how God has put such a unique and dynamic group of people together um, for business. Yeah, I love that. So it really is using the power of your gifts for the greater good, (laughs) for the greater good in the marketplace, in the influence that your business can have, the networking that you're able to do, you're able to use your gifting for good. So I love that definition. So this has been an awesome conversation, Yewande. If someone wants to learn a little bit more about you, the work that you do in the world, what would be the best way for them to connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I didn't spend as much time talking about Kairos leaders, but if you do want to know more about what I do day to day, um, check me out, Instagram, Kairos leaders handle, or um, website is www.kairosleaders.org. Those are the best ways to reach out to find out more about the work that I do. Um, And I share a lot of that fusion between faith, business, um, and just doing things with excellence. I love that. And if they're on social media, what are the main platforms that you engage on on social media? Mainly Instagram and LinkedIn. I would say you can find me there. Um, As you said in the, the intro, I do have a podcast called Purpose Pivots. And so Um, you'll find out more about that on, on social media, on Instagram or LinkedIn. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Yowande, for being on the podcast today. This has been a great conversation and thank you for sharing your nuggets and wisdom with the audience. Thanks, Nadine. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. Thank you for listening to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I hope this episode has not just given you information you can use, but was insightful and inspirational. Wherever you are listening, be sure to subscribe to get the next episode or go to womenfaithandbusiness.com to join our email list. Plus, if you would like to discover three powerful ways to attract the people you are called to serve in the marketplace so you can make the impact, influence, and income you were born to make, be sure to text POWERFUL to 404 404- 
9824736. That's 404 982 4736.